Hey everybody, welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thursday show, discussion time. And we're going to talk about when will Ahsoka Tano die already? Not already. We don't want her to die, but enough already with the Ahsoka, I think. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, we're going to have a discussion later. Uh, pretty much just speculating on the fate of the character because it's been one of those things that has been highly discussed uh, and we should have some fun with that. A little bit later with me as always is Lacey and James. Lacey, what's going on? Is that a is that a Mando Fan Show Season 2 shirt that I spot? It is. I can spot t-shirts just like I can spot voices in commercials. Whatever. I've been rotating the same like three shirts for the past probably two months, guys. You know what's funny? This was full disclosure, and this might be Lacey. You can decide whether this is dirtbag mode or not. I think this has been sitting on that chair over there since the last time I wore it. Which was, but I only, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. But I only wore it to podcast that time, so I don't know if that's, I don't know what that means or what that is. I don't think that's dirtbag mode. Yeah, you're wearing for an hour. All right. Okay. Just making sure we're good there. Um, hanging out the car window for a little bit. You know, good to go. Fresh. James, you're wearing a Ronin shirt? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Did that come with the book? Or you, oh, you um, bought it in Disney? Yeah, at Disney. Yeah. He, he, behind the scenes here, John and Lacey see a different camera. So I have to I have to go higher for them to see a little bit more. But yeah. Oh, I like wow. the kanji. It's kanji crazy. down the yeah. side. It's crazy. What our audience doesn't know is we actually can't see James at all. We no. see nothing. So I mean, it's a podcast, so we just we just turn the cameras off. <laughs> right. Well, it's like when Lacey first started with us, she would bury herself in a closet with no light. It would just be like, she's there, I right? I had one light. I had one light. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Why are I just, you laughing? Just, because you were so defensive of that one light. You're like, I had the one light. Whoa. I had the well, light. Just I had make one it sound light. like I'm yeah. sitting in a closet in the dark. No, yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. in the dark. Um, yeah. No, but we've come, we've I come record, a long way. I do voice work, so I would record the podcast because we wouldn't do a ver- video version mm-hmm. in my recording studio, which would be in a closet, which normally it's not that dark, but at night you're in a closet. So yeah. I would have like one little lamp, like one of those clip lamps that you have when elementary school. Yeah, I got one of those. It's a clip mm-hmm. shirt. I'm sure we have other listeners that are doing their own podcasts and stuff. And it sure, always sure. surprises me when I join in um, on other podcasts, uh, how many people record without being able to see each other. I'm like, why don't you guys just turn the video on? And yeah, it's like, and then that stinks because you talk over each other. And yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I, actually, I want to give a quick shout out to... Um, the Pink Milk podcast and right. uh, the Galactic podcast. Uh, I went on both of those shows um, with Brian on Pink Milk and Lauren on uh, Galactic podcast. And uh, I don't know if I was considered a fill-in because the other hosts weren't there, but it was a good time sitting in with them. So I want to thank those awesome Star Wars podcasts for having me on. A little bit of a TRB S- flavor. Substitute hope, teacher. Hope people enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I I just rolled in the old. Uh, frame metal frame with the big TV on top and said we're watching the video today yeah exactly <laughs> turn the lights out no but I hope uh, everyone go check them out because they're good people um, alright uh, what's going on what are we doing today we have a little top of the show segment uh, James what do you think mm-hmm. I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it John we're doing will of the force this week as you just heard um via one of our graphics. Uh, we're going to get into it this week because we have four really good questions all coming from patrons of ours, um, which is awesome because you know they're part of the show and they get to add questions in because uh, they are one of our patrons. So we, we'd like to extend the invitation. You know, If you like TRB and you have the ability to support us, you, know, you should also consider becoming a patron going to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Uh, there you can support the pod for just $2.00. And as a thank you to every uh, um, every tier, uh, they receive exclusive weekly bonuses, uh, episodes, perks, uh, all kinds of cool benefits as you move up the ranks. Uh, but the support does go, uh, it, it goes really far for us. Like it, it allows us to grow, plan out our future, and more importantly, um, 
we can keep doing what we're doing exactly how we've been doing it for a long time. So, uh, thank you guys so much for all of your support, uh, from the three of us. It means a lot. Thank Thank you. Um, very much for that, but let's get on to the questions that they submitted to us. And the first one is going to come from general Mike who goes by Darth hurricane, uh, general Mike or Darth hurricane wanted to know, uh, they asked us, will we ever see exactly how Grogu escaped the Jedi temple? Wow. Um, uh, Lacey, go first on this one. What do you think? What do we got? You know, this is something that I would, I personally would want to see. Uh, it's a great question, but I don't think that they will. I think that the Ahsoka Grogu scene where she kind of senses what he went through and kind of explains it to the Mandalorian and all that other stuff was us getting a glimpse of what happened. But mm. I don't know if they're ever going to go into that deep story, at least not right now. I feel like they're just going to leave it open and I'm okay with that because... It gets tricky, you know, as soon as we figured out that that's what happened with him, all of us were like, how? How did he get out? Who took him? Like, where does that fall into canon and all this other stuff? I think by leaving it open-ended, it doesn't define exactly every single detail, and it lets you kind of leave it open to possibilities. Yeah, I actually blacked it out. I had a period of time where I was like, I don't think he was even involved. And then I went back and I was like, <laughs> no, they definitely say it in the show that he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John, what what are your thoughts on uh, us maybe getting to see exactly how Grogu escaped the Jedi Temple? Um, yeah, him and Anakin are the same age, right? Isn't that a thing? Um, or at least very close. Like was he's Anakin 50? Anakin, when he Anakin was like 45. Four or something like that when he died, 45. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably close anyway. So yeah, he was... I, I actually do. I think, yeah, he definitely is the same age as somebody else in the show. And I, I think you're right. It is Anakin. Um, But yeah, so he was probably like 20 or whatever when all that happened. I don't know. Like, I could not drink just thinking in it. Yeah, in his head, he's just going, <laughs> I never liked that guy. He's such a scumbag. right yeah they were on rival kickball teams and it didn't go well yeah um i think we will actually there's something at least for me as a fan really satisfying about seeing eras blended together when it makes sense and it adds a certain level of realness to those things when you can cross things over in a way uh, that it's like, wow, that was really, that existed. That 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 actually happened. He was there during this. It's a little bit like in Back to the Future 2 when you see him going back and interacting, you know, with the environments again and you mm-hmm. see the scenes happening as he's watching it. You're like, that's so cool. It's a little Endgame. bit like that. A little bit. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But, it, but without like the time travel. But I just like the idea of just adding a, a richness to... Uh, an error by incorporating something that happened in another error. It makes the the story, the suspension of disbelief more powerful for me as a fan. Maybe not for everybody else. I'm just speaking from my perspective. So I think we will see it. I, I'm just a little nervous about who it is and, you know, who did it. You know, is it going to be a, a brand new character that they make a video game with? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, did he run away with, you know, Cal Kestis and he was a little kid or something? You know, who knows what they do with it, but... I think they will in like some sort of flashback as as we get to learn a bit more of who Grogu is because we really don't know yet. And I do agree with Lacey. I like the mystery of Grogu and not giving us everything because uh, George Lucas was very like, you're not finding out anything about Yoda, like where he came from, what his species name is. That's going to be the one thing. Um, so they got to be careful with that. But, you know, I trust Dave Filoni in being faithful to... Um, what uh, Lucas was looking for there. So, but I think I just we will. feel like it's know. a it's a reflection of the time we live in that everybody needs to know every single detail about every single thing. Oh, and everyone needs an origin story. Oh, yeah. Man. I think it's. I don't know. I just feel like when I was growing up, and you know, even in my teens and twenties and stuff, I I would take in stories, but I didn't feel the need to get every single detail and every single nuance of said story and character and background. I think that's in the age of Google and Wikipedia and, you know, Wikipedia that everyone just immediately goes, okay, well, what's the backstory of this person? And I'm guilty of it as anybody else that I will look something up to the point that I become an expert in two days 
and then I just leave the information behind and move on to the next thing. So I, mm-hmm. I totally yeah. get that, but I don't know. I, I feel, I find myself lately, and this probably is somewhat replicates my feelings on spoilers. I find myself pulling back more from having to have every single little thing de- like explained to me and just enjoying the story for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to agree more so with uh you Lacey that they're probably going to avoid this thing especially since um John you mentioned in the last uh the in the not the last episode we did but in the Halloween episode that we did that one of the scariest moments was the whole like Anakin and the kids and all that and yeah. I think like yeah. if you're even talking about maybe getting into something where like there was a confrontation and Anakin was going to kill Grogu and stuff I, I, it might get weird it might not but um, I think that you're you're probably right and it, if it ever did happen I feel like it only go as far as like a comic book or something where they might like illustrate it or kind of show kind of what was going on at the time it's like a flashback or something but I don't think we're ever going to get it in any sort of like live action or animated form or anything like hmm. any any elevated version of this the story um, I think they're more likely just going to stay away from it and I think you're right that they they had that moment with Ahsoka and they they would just kind of be like you were there whoa and they, they're going to let that play in the imaginations of uh creators but or uh, uh watchers i mean but it is interesting you guys are talking about all that stuff too because um as you guys know i've been diving into a lot of like lord of the rings and tolkien and stuff and they mm-hmm. talk about a, a, a piece of uh like something that he did pretty regularly which has influenced a lot of other writers including um george lucas but they would just say things as if they existed and not explain them in movies because it would leave the readers to to be like i want to know more about that um Mm, so mm uh but that was that was something that tolkien did a lot and then uh you get things in star wars like uh you were you fought in the clone wars and it's like that's literally like the only time they ever mention it or like ah bounty hunter on ord mandel changed my mind and it's like is it mandel mantel Yeah. But the idea is like, you know, sometimes it's, it's better not to know. Like we always say, when are we going to get that story? But it's like part of the, the lure of these characters is that you never get that story, you know? And you can make up the story yourself. You know, when you're growing up and you're little, you're like, you know, I used to pretend I was Leia's daughter because that story Mm. didn't exist really yet. So it was like, (laughs) you know, you can go on these adventures and come up with your own things and make it your own kind of space when they aren't, Mm -hmm. everything isn't explained. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a, a Talladega Nights where they're like, I like to pick her my Jesus, you know, yeah, with wings. They have their own versions <laughs> of the story. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to the next one here. That was a great question, and obviously we, we like kind of spun off onto other tangents, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, Commander Rick Villanueva. Uh, up, our, our commander wanted to know uh, will Ochi of Bastoon appear in any of the post Return of the Jedi no yeah Return of the Jedi Disney Plus shows um, he's all over the comics as he mentions here so this character is regularly showing up but is there any chance that we might see him in say like a live action setting kind of in the era that he's been showing up in the comics uh, John you're first on this one what do you think I gotta go yes, just because it's an easy, replicatable character. We haven't heard him speak yet, so you don't have to worry about getting a voice actor in who did it prior. Uh, you just get someone to wrap their I face emoji. in, in oh, a, God. You wrap their face in a potato <laughs> yeah. sack and draw a couple holes on it, and there's Ochi of Bastoon. So yeah. it's actually an easy Halloween costume too for next year. Um, and we'll get the action figure for that in 2028 or something mm-hmm. like that. So that's perfect. Um, so I, th- I think, yeah, I think it's something that uh, if you don't put a time limit on it, I could definitely see him popping up in something that happens post Return of the Jedi because like they've done with the prequels, they're going to want to enrich the sequels. And you do that by creating new stories and filling in things. And and, uh, and I'm not saying like what Lacey said, like I'm not saying I want to find out where Ochi of Bastu went to high school. But if we get a little bit more of what he was doing when maybe Luke and Lando were on his tail, when... Maybe you, we don't see Luke and Lando, but you see him running away from them or hiding out somewhere. I think that'd be kind of cool. So I'm going to say, yeah, I think we will. Yeah. Um, Lacey, what do you think about Ochi? I think we will see him again. Um, I think it's an easy thing to kind of throw into one of these shows, whether it be Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or something in the background or at a cantina or something that would then tie it to the sequel trilogy. 
you he's obviously a bad dude he stabs people on camera like you know he's killing Ray's parents so uh he's probably done other absolutely horrifying terrible things um so it would be interesting to see what he does in these shows in live action because they then relate obviously to Palpatine eventually mm-hmm. and we've already seen a tie to Palpatine with yeah. the Mandalorian mm-hmm yeah. So it's interesting to me that you guys both said yes on this because my answer was no for the same reason that I said on Monday's episode why the Knights of Ren aren't going to show up in mm. the this mm-hmm. show. I just I kind of encountered uh, this thing where they're saying, "Hey, do we want to bring in this character? Or could we bring in this character?" And they'd be like, Meh, "Why?" You know. Um, yeah. He's got his own lore, you know, doing this other thing. Um, he's kind of connected to Palpatine and all that other stuff. I don't even think we want to get into that. So I just kind of see them leaving this character out. Um, I don't particularly think he's like a fan favorite. Like uh, maybe not the best example, but like a Captain Phasma or something where people are like, oh, what a wasted character. I don't think people came out of Rise of Skywalker like. I need more of OG. I need more OG. You know what I mean? And (laughs) sure, he shows up in the comics or whatever, but I mean. I think that's a place to kind of fill in some fun stuff with different characters and things. I don't think the comics are ever really like doing what the fans are asking for delivering sure, on that sure. front. Um, so I, I think, uh, I think he probably has his place right now. Uh, and if he ever shows up in live action, it could be cool. Same as the Knights of Ren, but I don't think we're going to, I'm, I'm going to go no on this one. All right. We got Semper Fi Danny. Danny is uh, wanting to know, uh, will Oscar Isaac and or Adam Driver ever return to Star Wars? Um, and this is, of course, assuming that uh, John and Daisy do as well. But, you know, are we going to see these two characters who were the other uh, big characters in the sequel trilogy um, show back up? And Lacey, you're up first on this one. Oscar Isaac and or Adam Driver. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Uh, great question. I think... Ooh, you know, six months ago, I would probably say no, but I'm going to lean towards a yes for Oscar. Definitely. I think he'd come back if Daisy and John do. Uh, You can't have, you know, Finn and Ray without Poe, even if it means he's dying or something in the beginning. There has to be something where you explain where this big character in the sequel trilogy went. As for Adam Driver, I don't know how he would work into the story, but that being said... Uh, we did comment on how his movies have been going, so he might just take the check uh, if they have a role for him or if he fits in somewhere. Um, I could definitely see him making an appearance as a force ghost or a flashback for Ray or something, um, but I would say probably more likely Oscar than Adam. Hmm, John? Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think Adam Driver is going to come back to Star Wars um, because it wouldn't be anytime soon. And I just don't know where his career is going to be when he's like 50 or whatever. So it'd be curious to see. He's what, 36 now? Yeah, 37. Yeah, 38. He's around there somewhere. So uh, I'm not sure about him. Uh, I I do think Oscar Isaac will come back um, to honor uh daisy and boyega because i do think that they still had a good relationship and like i've been saying i think it'll be similar to what they were originally going to do with poe which was going to be a first act kill and poe will go out and the new big bad villain will kill poe dameron and that'll elevate our villain and 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 set the new trilogy off uh as a as a vehicle story point of poe dameron dying and sort of one of those like well, if one of our mains dies this early, all bets are off sort of thing. Um, so I think he'll come back with it for, for a, a, a smaller type of, uh, you know, send off. But Adam Driver, for some reason, I'm still thinking no. And I'm honestly a little nervous about Adam Driver coming back just because of how people just are so possessive over him and his character. And I don't know if like things are starting to calm down a little bit. And I feel like if he comes back a little too soon... All that stuff's going to bubble back up and all the expectations of world between worlds and is he still alive and blah, blah, and when it, whatever, the, if they say they do bring him back, whatever they do, everyone's going to be mad again because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. So I'm kind of, and they may think that way too. So I'm a little nervous about him, but I'll go with Oscar. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I've always had a problem with the, well, they were going to kill off Poe Dameron and stuff. I, I, I understand that's part of it, but I just don't, I can't wrap my head around JJ Abrams, not having a trio, you know, watching the original trilogy and understanding there's three of them, the big three, you know, and then they watch the prequels and there's the, there's the three characters. And I can't wrap my head around them being like, well, it's really just these two characters. And then I guess Poe could be one of them too. You know, something about that is weird. So I think of him as one of the big three. And if they were going to do more star Wars movies where these characters return, I think they won't be the big three anymore. And so they could show up and, and die. Um, I think John, um, I don't know what, I can't remember what you said, Lacey, but I think that that idea is spot on that they could kill off Poe um, early because he won't be the main characters anymore. But at this point, I would also think that Daisy Ridley wouldn't be either. I don't know. It's tough to say. Oh, really? Well, I mean, it's a different trio. It's a different Star Wars trilogy. I was going to actually say, James, uh, that if Oscar Poe was to die in The Force Awakens, I think the idea was the trio would be Kylo Ren, Finn, and Rey with one of the trio on the bad side. I think that was the dynamic they were considering initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Poe got involved and they liked Oscar. Yeah, it's possible. Like yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, that opens up the other questions. As far as Adam goes, though, I think I think is spot on. I, I, Forced Ghost, maybe, I guess. But really, at the end of the day, I think the character has told a story. You're not going to involve Adam coming back as a younger version of the character. And you're absolutely not going to be able to bring him back as an older version of the character because he's gone. So I, I just think it's done. I think his character's done. And he's probably the yep. um, least likely interested in in returning. So I think he's okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got one more. Um, I hope I hope you like that answer, Danny. <laughs> it's kind of rough. Um, but uh, we got one more, and that comes from Chris Van De Mall. Is that right? Did I say that right? Chris, where's my Han Solo? Uh, Chris wanted to know: Will we see Ahsoka as a Force ghost beside Anakin's? Force ghost, sorry, at the end of the Ahsoka series. Wow. <laughs> that is wild. Um, bold prediction there. Uh, John, would you like to take a stab at this crazy question? So, because of what we're up against next, I'm just going to do a quick answer. And I'm going to say yes. Lacey, what's your quick answer? I'm also going to say... <laughs> well, Actually, you can't no, say no. Actually, no, I think Ahsoka... <laughs> I was going to say yes, but I just kind of read that differently in my head. I think mm-hmm. Ahsoka's making it to the crossover event, so no. I said... I w- my plan was to say uh, no earlier this afternoon, and then couple hours later, I reread the show notes and I go, you know what? I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to go with yes as well. (laughs) So this is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, Chris, you're going to get your question really expanded into the discussion this week. So good on you. But that's going to end up uh, wrapping Will the Force this week. And John, you can take us into um, kind of in a way what Chris is pitching here. So yeah, what's up? Okay, our discussion this week, the fate of Ahsoka Tano. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. So Ahsoka has become one of the most beloved Star Wars characters over the years. In The Rise of Skywalker, she appears as a voice among Jedi, who the rest of them are, I believe, all confirmed dead. So... Can we assume Ahsoka has passed on by that point? And if so, the question is, how will Ahsoka meet her fate, her demise? So we know Filoni will write it, uh, but when will it happen? In the Ahsoka series? After? Way after? In live action with Rosaria Dawson? Back in animation with Ashley Eckstein? Let's head to Speculation Nation, as we do around here, and talk about it. So... I answered yes to kick that off because I think 
this Ahsoka series, they already said it's a limited special series or a limited special event or something like that. It's not going to be a season two of Ahsoka. I do know and understand that there is the that vague description by Kathleen Kennedy that it's going to build to some culmination event story thing. But we also know that they say things and those things don't end up happening. So who knows? Yeah. Um, that was when the Rangers of the, the Republic or Rangers of the, the New Rangers Republic. The Rangers of the, the New Republic. Yeah. Who knows? It yeah. may still be on. May still be on. Right. Right. So, but I think my point is for some reason, all the things that I'm hearing about and, and we're learning about this Ahsoka series, you got Anakin coming back. That sounds like a, a closure moment. Like now I can go because I've had this moment type of thing. She's going to find Ezra. Uh, Ezra is going to be found probably towards the end of this journey. In these types of fantasy stories, there's always that sort of sacrifice. And the show's called Ahsoka, and it's her quest to find somebody else. And with Anakin coming back too, I just feel like this is the big thing for Ahsoka. This is the big one. And how do you have a limited series called Ahsoka, and it's only going to be this one set of episodes, and do anything with her that's bigger than this. And I think she deserves a big exit, and I think this is the exact stage for it. So that's why I'm leaning towards yes. I think things she does in this series will help feed towards that culmination story event, but she won't be a part of it as a physical being. She may be a force ghost or whatever, and that will explain again why we hear her at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. But I think we end this series with her doing some sort of big, massive Kanan Jarrus type thing that saves Ezra or saves somebody and she doesn't go without obviously getting her peace knowing that Anakin came back to the light it's all kind of uh, for me putting a bow on uh, an amazing very long story in uh, Star Wars being her uh, the the story of Ahsoka Tano so that's where I'm starting I don't know if it's you know how it's going to happen um, but that's where I'm at so Lacey you disagreed so I'm going to go to you I'm going to let James go first no <laughs> I, I'd rather you go first because I'm kind of with John so I don't want to reiterate I want to hear your opposition at least Or and it's also not even opposition like you could say the question is when will she meet her demise so you can take this anywhere you want <laughs> yeah Um. I hate to Uno reverse you but it's fine <laughs> Uh, the way I feel about it is that on Monday when we had the pod race with Andrew, uh, he, you know, had asked about the crossover culmination buildup event. And it's one of those things that was definitely a line that Kathleen Kennedy said on Disney Investor Day. And I know that things change and whatnot, but I would like to think that John Favreau and Dave Filoni do have a plan because <laughs> they've been planning so far in advance with all the stuff, whether it be Luke or Ahsoka or Bo-Katan or all these things. Like they're years ahead of where mm-hmm. they should be with planning. Um, yep. And they knew Ahsoka was going to be involved with this eventually, or at least Dave Filoni did. Maybe not John Favreau, but Filoni was like, she's getting in there somehow. <laughs> um, so initially, like if you were to pitch this to me just as it is of the Ahsoka series and without Kathleen Kennedy saying any of that stuff on Disney Investor Day, I would definitely fall back on, yes, of course, this is the story of Ahsoka and this is how she comes to her end because we know she dies because her voice is at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. And when we talked to Taylor Gray, he had even said that he asked Dave Filoni about that. And Dave Filoni's like, well, obviously she's dead because you hear her voice. So Dave knows how she dies, which is hilarious that we're discussing this and somewhere someone knows what happens. Yeah, yeah. drawing in a notebook somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So that being said, I I think the reason I'm falling back on that she won't die is because to me it seems super predictable that at the end of this series she would die. Because it feels like lately, Starbucks. Starbucks. I don't know why I said Starbucks. Star Wars. I love is, it. I what is Starbucks right doing? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My brain is not working. Uh, you need some Star Starbucks. Wars has. It's because I was saying Star Wars will fall back on. Star yeah, Wars yeah. will fall back on the fact that they're like, oh, you want a heartwarming, you know, emotional story? We're gonna kill these people. Like, I feel like a lot of their stories lately have been like, this person dies at the end. This person's Mm -hmm. the person you like. We're going to kill them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Ahsoka is one of those people that, yes, she absolutely 110, 150, 200 percent 
deserves the epic death tale of her demise you know akin to a luke skywalker in the rise of skywalker for many people felt that way that that was the perfect ending for luke i just feel like if she dies at the end of this series it's you're going in expecting that and i don't know if dave filoni will fall back on that because he doesn't want fans to assume things like he's always willing to switch the other way just so you don't know what's going to happen so i feel like Hmm. the easy answer is to say she's gonna die you think most you think if you had if well maybe we should do a poll do you think more than 50 percent of people think she's dying in this series yes Oh, totally. I would assume so, most people think she is. I'm saying that yeah. I feel you're, like you're saying it feels a little too case, obvious. It feels obvious. Well, yeah, the patterns of Star Wars are there. You have ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi did it. Kanan Jarrus, ben Luke Zola. Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Um, so, so, Lacey, before before we go with James here, do you guys. have an do you have like an idea of like, oh, then then I think this is where they're going to get her uh she's going to go out like is it is it yeah uh, i think um, she's definitely going to come to the end of her story in live action i don't think it's okay. going to switch back to animated i don't think that is going to happen which is interesting because i think they have to obviously tell what happens next in rebels but i think that's what they're going to do with this series i think that's what people have been wanting and i think that's what this story okay. is and mm-hmm. you you brought up a great point which bothered me because it like hurt one of my points previous episode no no i love it i love that stuff trust me it makes me think about things in different ways so i like that podcasting um (laughs) but you had said like well they did ashley Eckstein's voice at in rise of skywalker i'm like that's a good point um but i think the reason is they had that stuff done before rosario was officially cast and coming in and stuff. oh i and totally like, agree with that i don't think yeah, Ros- yeah. i think if rosario was ahsoka at this point and say the rise skywalker it would have been her next year it would have been her yes yeah now i hope they don't do one yeah. of those things where they do a special edition and they, <laughs> they take out ashley out. they might oh switch god that would be the death nail oh that'd be they so might. horrible for ashley they did it with other yeah. people i mean look at the anakins they switched out the anakins yeah no yeah all right james let's get you in here um uh they, they did that with a bunch of voices. You're right. They did it with Boba Fett. Yeah, they did it with a lot of things. Um, I'm saying right. actors, too. Like, on-screen actors, they switch people out. So Yeah. I, yeah. I've said it oh, before. That's, Shaw. That's my, they were yeah. just like, wipe him right out. Yeah. That's my favorite thing uh, is, is Hayden Christensen, young Hayden Christensen saying, they're going to erase that guy from this movie and put me in there. Yes. Uh, put me in. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so James, you're, you, shockingly, you and I agreed on something, which is, you know, amazing. Very <laughs> Wait, rare on this on, podcast. Really quick. Really quick. Yeah. At the end of Return of the Jedi, it's still older Obi-Wan though, right? Yeah. yeah so why do we Ewan. see younger Anakin? So I have a thought on that. It Because the last time he was truly Anakin was before he... He became Darth Vader young. So he took, he took on the presence he was the last time he was truly Anakin. Oh, when he was the light side. Yeah. yeah Which then would be debunked if it was the other anakin well anyway. it, yeah it's it's all kind of that like it, it's the a return theory, of the jedi like, is, yeah. is are they t- yeah. we're talking about anakin he's yeah. the jedi who's returned i and, see you yeah. george lucas yeah there, there's yeah. a lot to it um <laughs> i just think hayden looked better yeah he does i mean how are you gonna I mean, look at that face and not put him in the movie <laughs> uh no i mean okay so we're all in agreement that that ahsoka's dying in live action and that we've she has grown to be such a big fan favorite character that you know the the animated fans deserve her death to be great and meaningful and and have purpose um and as they move her into live action that is just lucasfilm saying hey, we really like what you've done with the place, uh, Mr. Filoni. Uh, we're going to go ahead and let you carry on with this character. Uh, we're, we we think if you can elevate a character from what you did, you know, fans hating her, turning into a, this uh, favorite character, uh, we're going to let you do what you want. And if it's bringing Ahsoka into live action, if you think you can actually strike even more fans and turn them into Ahsoka um, fans, then then yeah, sure, you know, go for it. Even so we, farther We're all than there. That? He turned fans that hated her into the ones that love her the most. That's the craziest thing to me. It wasn't just like, oh, people hated her and then they all loved her. It was like Mm -hmm. those specific people that despised her are now her Mm -hmm. biggest fans. 
So yeah, mm. so I th- I think we're there, and then you just have to ask the question, just the same as like you know Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, they have yeah. to die at some point. So when are you gonna kill them? If you didn't kill them in the sequel trilogy, then where are they gonna die in a book or right. something? You know, so it's like you have the perfect platform, and they deserve to have their screen, their death on screen. So we're there with Ahsoka, I think. Um, the question then at this point is three options. It's the Ahsoka show, the TV series, the special event that we're talking about, or the Ahsoka neither. Show. I like that. Or neither. It, it She goes even beyond that. But I think the answer is the Ahsoka show. And I think the reason that I'm leaning that direction is because when I think about the culmination, the the the, the event, the crossover event that they're talking about, it's very hard for me to not picture, you know, they're making, they're making the Avengers. Well, they want to cross over with Iron Man. So how is Iron Man not in the, the crossover? You know, your title character. Um, how is Thor not in there? How's the Guardians of the Galaxy not in there? You've, you know, you got to have them in there if you're crossing over with that world. My thing right now is thinking that we only know one character in Ahsoka and that is Ahsoka. But when we see the show, we're going to be introduced to so many other characters that uh, say, for instance, we're going to get to see a live action Sabine. We're going to get to see a live action Ezra and say, those are the characters. Thrawn. Yeah, exactly. And maybe Thrawn ultimately becomes this villain that uh, kills Ahsoka. And then, and then you have, I don't know, however it goes, you know, but then they need to call in everybody else. So you get characters from the Mandalorian, you get characters from Rangers, of the new Republic, whoever those Rangers are, and they all come together. Um, and the, the thing that's representing the Ahsoka show is the characters that in a matter of six or eight episodes, we've learned to love them and respect them for who they are because that was her journey. She was going out yeah. to save Evzra right. and it's a reintroduction to a character. That's who's I think going to represent Ahsoka in that crossover event. But the, the show itself, um, could could very well have her die. And I don't mean to, to to ramble on too, but the other quick reason is we just got that announcement of Hayden Christensen. And yes, he could show up and he could have a conversation with, with her and inspire and the closure and stuff. Or it literally could be as easy as we as described in our our uh, Will the Force question. He's only in the show for the one scene at the end where the two of them stand next to each other as force ghosts. That's it. That's yeah. why he's in the show. I I think that would be upsetting to a lot of people. And I think... Um, like Filoni if he doesn't talk? Yeah, yeah. Like it would be a letdown because people have been hoping for the conversation for so long. And I think Filoni understands that. And I think he is definitely driven a lot by hope and stuff like that. It doesn't mean he's not going to kill a character. Look what he did with Kanan, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I I just feel like... Anakin is going to have a little more of a purpose in this show. I'm not saying every episode he's going to pop up like uh, like Dexter's dad and just like give some advice and stuff or whatever. But um, which I'm, Dexter's coming back? I'm excited about that. But anyway, um, I think it'll be one like of those things laboratory? where you know. No, no stop! You know, talk, stop it! Stop it now. Um, <laughs> Didi, I think I think there's going to be this moment, like middle, uh, like uh, kind of like what I was saying when we just talked about the news on this uh, Hayden coming for the uh, Ahsoka series. It's going to be like middle of the series, and she's going to be struggling in this quest to find Ezra or what have you. Because I don't think Ezra's going to be in a lot of this series. I think he's going to be at the very end. I think I don't think, and then really? they'll carry on mm. with yeah. And that, well, I you know I could be wrong. This is just me speculating. That's what we do, speculation nation style. It gets a little wild around here. But I say they find him at the end, and then they can carry on with that actor to future stuff. Culmination. We're going to use that culmination thing as quite the crutch when we yeah. talk about these things, but. I can see her struggling, you know, halfway through this journey, Lord of the Rings style, and Anakin shows up to like b- b- help lift her in in a sense, and and bring her back to belief in in what she is as the Jedi. And they named that chapter the Jedi, 
not, not by accident and she's still been kind of you know going back and forth with whether she wants to consider herself a jedi or not or whether she's just this rogue warrior who knows jedi things and um i think he'll he'll fully you know bring her back in that way that we uh have known to see her in her prime and i think then you also maybe see him at the end with her too um so it's like a double uh, appearance type of thing um i i just i just have a i really struggle with seeing how you can it's like they say they did like this is the luke skywalker movie and they call it that and he doesn't die in that but then there's something else later and he's in it but he's not like the person and then that's where he dies like i don't know i feel that way about ahsoka i just don't know that you have this series which is going to be a limited run like for me i'm probably going to be wrong they probably are going to keep going with rosario because people are going to love it but Man, for me, it's just like seems so perfect, doesn't it? Poor, I don't know. I, I don't really like see you disagree, but choice. poor, like poor example. The easy. So choice I feel like Flo- Floney does easy things sometimes, though. Yeah, but it it just feels like such a cop out to have her die in this series. Really? Yes, absolutely. Oh. If, if you and majority of Star Wars fans are going into the series going, she's gonna die, then they're not good storytellers. True. If the majority of the audience thinks she's gonna die, do we do we know that's a fact though? Like we haven't what pulsed our finger on the pulse. Do we know for sure that a majority of people think that? Well, Star Wars kind of has this problem too. Don't forget, like because it seems like Marvel, people? for instance. Yes, it seems Star like Wars. Marvel is always moving forward. But Star Wars skips back, and we know how those stories end. Like, did anybody know that Obi Wan or uh, sorry, Anakin was going to turn to Darth Vader by the end of this, this trilogy? Yeah, we all knew it. We wanted to see how it happened. So even if we really, even if we knew for whatever reason that she was dead by the end of this series, we don't necessarily know that it's going to happen. But you you got to think it, it. That's that's the place oh. it's going to happen. Like, you mean, if it was called, like, The Death of Ahsoka Tano, the series was called that, we would still want to watch it. Like, The Death of Superman yeah, comics. Yeah, we I all knew so. he was going to yeah. die, but, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm saying I am, it doesn't I'm actually necessarily... glad you're taking a stance against us. Like, we're not convincing you. Like, because... I just feel like it's one of those things that you don't need to end a show or movie in Star Wars with someone dying. And I feel like that's what has been the crutch and fallback of all these stories in the past disney era is that someone always has to die and this falls back on other franchises too like harry potter and stuff like where characters would just die for the sake of dying or or hunger games and you're like what is the point of this character dying oh to show you the emotional weight and the importance of this person dying well if everyone dies all the time that's a very unhopeful ending of this story that everyone dies so my question is why does she she have to die, die right hold on why does she have to die that why that way? Why can't she die later and old in her bed like Rose and Titanic? Why does she have to die <laughs> in like an out there, everyone's exploding, like she got shot, like, oh, God, I'm dying. Like, why does it have to be that? Because it doesn't. Well, what, and I feel well, like she, that's the hmm. easy choice to say, hey, she's going to sacrifice herself at the end of this series. She's going to go down guns blazing type thing. Like, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, but Lisa Luke didn't die that way. He died with peace and purpose, right? And he wasn't like that, in the the rocking chair. He was still like. I don't think Luke had to die. <laughs> so you're no, that's true. You don't. But, yeah. but but to but to yeah, your point, I'm, this I'm would be that to the more wrong like Luke sacrificing himself at the end of Return of the Jedi, more so. No, like, Vader did instead. No, but what I'm saying is that this is more to her point: is that you, in order to give Luke this really good story, he didn't have to die at the end of Return of the Jedi. He was able to live. And it was fine that he lived at the end of that story and that was that and was the end of the story. still got the happy ending. He lived. Yes. Yeah. I agree. But um, I just feel like I'm in these I'm saying like Vader stories... had to sacrifice himself to die. Luke had to sacrifice himself to die. Han Solo ultimately right. sacrificed himself but to die. What you... Jin and Cassian sacrificed themselves to die. Ben Solo sacrificed his own life to die. Like, come on, let's get a new story in here and not just constantly be like, they must sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Like, why? <laughs> well, wait. It's fantasy oh, I, storytelling. I missed your list there. <laughs> Were some of those characters killed? Like, murdered? 
Huh? I, I, I missed I missed some of the names that you said. Were any of those characters? So Luke they sacrificed all... himself. Jin and Cassian went to Scarif knowing they were gonna die, sacrificing themselves for the greater good of getting the plans. Sort of. They knew they I, were gonna die. They I didn't think they it. knew they well, they knew it was a suicide mission to so to speak, but they Han Solo had to have known at some point that he was like, this is not going to end well. No, see, I think... That, that I wasn't think a Han sacrifice, though. Example. I'll fight people on that. Yeah, like, I think he was murdered. I think Han Solo was murdered. Yeah. And that's fine. A character you can have be, your view. Having a ben character Solo be killed. Solo sacrificed himself. For Rey. So, no, so this I, is... I agree with you. I understand. We don't have to go through every example. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So this is interesting. I, guess, I would say Han was murdered. Luke sacrificed himself, and Leia Whatever. died peacefully of old age. Like it's kind of interesting. No, Leia sacrificed herself for Ben. Yeah, I agree with that. She gave all of her life force, yeah, to reach him. But I guess my point is like with these like stories, and you have like a big character like Ahsoka. Yeah. Like so, how do we take in? the end of her life is it just in a epilogue where it's like and then ahsoka you know went to live off and she lived happily ever after and died and it's in like a book or something like i feel like that's anticlimactic i get what you mean Lacey. you're right that this happens a lot um but also let's you know not forget that feloni does repeat a lot of the themes and stuff that george lucas did too which does not bode well for ahsoka in this situation also I, i it's just like I, I, I'm I'm not saying like I'm not it's in a good, disagreeing way asking this, this question. Way. I'm just saying like how would you see it play out then? Because you know she dies. I have, so is is it just she's uh, retired somewhere? And you know what I mean? Like, and you may so, not have any thoughts on it, but I'm just curious what you think as 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 someone who doesn't want the um, big hero death. Are you asking me or James? Because James had something to say. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I think you, he but... was asking you, Lacey, but I kept j- trying to jump in. I'm sorry. My, all I was going to say is I was going to propose uh, an idea of, of how I could see it being written where she doesn't die, but she still does the like ninja Ronin sort of walk off into the sunset. And that is literally the end of the story because they just make a note there and then that they're never going to they're never going to tell more. You know what I mean? Just the same way as like Yoda just disappeared. And it's like, how do you explain that? Like what happened there? Um, there is a, there's a possibility that she just walks away and they never show her as a, as a force ghost. Like, I mean, that's a good point. Yoda died of old age. Ever bring her back. Um, because the mystery and the coolness of her story is that she did the, like, Japanese style like you know walked away and we and she became legend we never ever found the end of her story we never know what it is and they just have to make a a rule that like it's never going to be told do the parallel to her walking away from the Jedi Order and this time she's walking away like that she completed her journey sort of thing I think it kind of feels a little bit like Luke without the disappearing thing like you know he he just I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example, but, I, well, but to me, yeah, the, I felt like Luke was staring the, at the suns and this he's is completed his then, journey, be, and he didn't have anything more to offer the world at this point. Because so I want to hear, I want to hear, like, because th- there's a big period. Wait, of hold time. on, hold on, hold on. I just have to. Con- you think that he just left because he had nothing off for the world? He his energy was gone. He was dead. Y- yeah, you just said Luke left because he had both, nothing to offer the world. Both that's, of those. That's not why he left. That's not why he died. Because he had nothing to offer the world. He gave everything. That's he what it gave was. his life force to project himself to let the resistance flee. He didn't say, I have nothing to give to the world. He's like, I'm bored. I'm out. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, so I, I'm, I I'm trying to ask Lacey this it, question. That's not what I'm meaning exactly. I don't care ahead. about Luke right now. Yeah. This is about Ahsoka. Come on. Speak her name. Um, enough with the Luke. Jeez, James. Um, <laughs> no. So, Lacey, there's a big gap of time between when this Ahsoka series is going to happen and Rise of Skywalker. So you have a lot of room to play with here. Mm. Like, if you had to guess, like, uh, you know, because she's probably in her 40s now when the Ahsoka series is happening. If you had to guess, do you think it's going to be a Yoda situation for her? Like, right before the time of the sequel trilogy, where she's maybe in her 70s, and that's a little old for her, and she... I don't know what, how, how long Togruta's lived, but 
uh, like, is she going to die under a blanket like Yoda, which, you know, he died peacefully. Is, is someone going to be there to speak with her? Like that, that, that's something I really, I didn't consider. I'll be honest. So what do you think? I think that we don't need to see every character die on screen. And I, now, think I know that, that. I know that. I'm asking I, you for Ahsoka. But I think Ahsoka falls into that reasoning. I don't think that we need to see her die on screen. And I think James gave a perfect explanation of her walking off into the sunset and then just leaving it open to interpretation of how she dies. I don't think we need to see her die. Mm. In a way, this kind of uh, is similar to what people wanted out of Ben Solo. Like, you, how do you have that character live? Doesn't he have to answer for? And I That's- think a lot of people were just like, just let him go off and just never tell the end of his story. Just let him be. That's still fine, alive. but we know that we know she's dead. We don't right? know she's dead, but we yes. know she's dead. We do know she's dead. What do you mean? I don't think we know she's dead. First of all, she's a, a forced voice at the end of the she's Rise a voice of Skywalker. At the end of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, which she is, is I'm saying that doesn't. That's and then that Taylor Gray told us dead. that Filoni told him that. Yeah, Taylor Gray did say that Filoni told him she was dead. Oh, all right, well, whatever. But I, I, I don't. That doesn't mean she's dead. On that this just means very show, probably dead. No, no, no. Like she's dead. She's definitely dead. She's Cause, dead. Because the the conversation we had with Taylor was about like all the voices were people that were dead, and he goes, "So Ahsoka must be dead then." And Dave was like, "Yeah, she's dead." And you can't be very dead or a little dead. You're just dead. And Ahsoka's dead. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Because James is like trying to work away. We we were told literally by the no, guy. She, and James is still trying to like, well, I, hey, I don't remember him saying that. I remember him I saying do. that that yeah. uh, that Dave doesn't give answers and that he would uh, that Ezra uh, like he himself, not Ezra, <laughs> he himself, Taylor Gray, thinks that that means he said, well, she's every dead. other voice there is dead. Except, so the question was... I think he's he saying asking, the same thing you guys. Like, it's obviously... It, like, surely, that obviously means she's dead, right? Hold, like, No, hold, and, hold on. But it's not real confirmation, right? No, it is confirmation, because the whole conversation was with Taylor Gray. Was He was asking Filoni... Hold on. But how he is he confirmation? Da- hold on. He was asking <laughs> Filoni why Ezra's voice wasn't heard. And Filoni said, because it's all people that have died. Right. And Ezra's not yeah, dead. He, he said Ezra's still alive, yeah. That was the confirmation. Yeah. So that's why, thus, Ahsoka is dead. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was the reason why it even came up, because he was asking about the future of Ezra. And then it tied to Ahsoka and Kane and all of those other people. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I took that on a tangent. I didn't mean to. Um, no, I mean, we... I mean, yeah, I don't I think we covered a lot of it. So do you have do you have anything else you want to round out there, Lacey? I just think that Ahsoka is not going to die in this series because it's the easy cop out answer. And I might be totally wrong. And I might be sitting there in the season finale crying my eyes out being like, they actually killed her. I can't believe they did this again to me. And that's probably going to happen. But I have hope that Dave Filoni won't fall into this Star Wars trap of just killing people that we like all the time. Um, Because it just seems like the easy choice. And I think that she's going to go to that special event that Kathleen Kennedy brought up at the Disney Investor Day because she has that relationship with the Mandalorian and with Grogu. And I think Mm -hmm. you can't have that culmination crossover event, storytelling event, without having her there. Without your title character. Huh? I said without your title character. Correct, because you have all these side characters that, James, I think you're completely correct. They're going to introduce a ton of new people, Ezra, Thrawn, whoever, mm-hmm. in addition to other people we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can have them connect in a way. This is going to be this is going to be wild because this, uh, this series can go in so many ways. That's why I'm very excited about it. Yeah, um, and I think that you could, on the other side of that equation of death, of I, I think you could have a Sabine die in this series and it wouldn't. It would drive Ahsoka to be even more important in the bigger. Event. I wonder. I wonder if. We, I wonder if we should bring back the um the challenge for these series that we know are only one series and done that we did for the movies. Oh, the oh, challenge are always like, fun. Well, yeah, yeah, those yeah. are always fun. The guessing yeah. game things. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think they'd be. 
I will say this discussion, not like tonight, but because it was proposed and I was thinking about it all day. Sure. Um, and this question too, like all of this has kind of made me rethink what they're going to do with Thrawn because I, I think most people think, well, he's the villain and he's going to be the villain of this thing right. and, and all that. And I've kind of been like, man, if you're reading the books, Timothy Zahn does not treat that character like a villain. And the, and what we could see is a surprise when, when they show up that Ezra and Thrawn are like buddies or they've come yeah, to some sort that. of terms. Yeah. Cause it's I think unexpected. that would be an interesting thing. Yeah. But now that I'm starting to picture like Ahsoka dying and building up these characters and what the culmination event would be, I'm starting to lean towards they're they're going to try to and I'm not saying they're catering to, but I think they're gonna try to elevate Thrawn to a, a bigger, badder villain as if he kind of existed the same way he did in Legends. And be like, he's the guy right now that's that's doing a lot within the Empire. Um, I think mm-hmm. they could go that route with it um, and make him the thing that the Mandalorian has to uh, right. team up with the Rangers of the New Republic, who has to team up with Ahsoka, and all of them have to go after this Thrawn guy. Because Thrawn's first mention was not in Ahsoka. It was in The Mandalorian. So now right. like, if you're only watching that show, you want to know who Thrawn is. So yeah, if he's just a like point. a good guy in the Ahsoka show, I don't see how it all matters. I feel like they're going to also mention Thrawn and Rangers in the New Republic, and then you're going to find, you're going to like really get him, you know, in the well, The other thing too event. is the Moff Gideon character was always very strategic, and you're like, oh my gosh, what is he planning? And then we saw a mm-hmm. very different side of him in season two. Thrawn could be that one step further. I mean, this very is, I think this is an opportunity for Filoni to be like, yeah. You know, we already have a master villain. I've messed right. with him before. I understand him. And yeah. I'm bringing a lot of these live action characters. This is my opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And Legends well, fans are going to go nuts. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, let us know what you think about the fate of Ahsoka. Um, very curious to think, see what uh, everyone Thanks after this discussion. Uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, if you're on Twitter, quote tweet the episode. Let us know when you think Ahsoka's going to bite it. Uh, when is Ahsoka going to Akroka is uh, <laughs> a good way to put it. Um, had to throw one in. Jeez, everyone was fall fired I, up about the dad jokes last week. Jeez. Can I just tell you, James, that every time Ahsoka comes up in conversation at home or like on the internet or on anything, Matt goes, Ahsoka Chano. Oh, really? <laughs> what was that, that again? For, so I edited a video <laughs> of Lacey... <laughs> and I like slowed her down. It was the two of us playing the quote game because James oh, yeah. was yeah. away. Yeah. And we were supposed to only do movie quotes. And I did Ahsoka Tano. It was one of the early versions that like yeah, we were still and trying to I figure think out. I, I think I edited myself going like, or or somebody being like, movie, mo- movie, yeah, movie. <laughs> and then it cuts yeah. to her and she's like, Ahsoka. Gatano. Yeah, and yeah, John right. is so disappointed that he didn't know the quote and it was right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Matt like, says Who are it. you? I remember that. I'm now. not even kidding. Once a week he'll say it to me. A so good shot. <laughs> That's good. Oh man. All right. Well, <laughs> we might we have to are... repost that video, by the way, now that we've brought it yeah. up. If we can find it, yeah. Where I think that? I have All it somewhere. Right. We're gonna turn our focus back to Ahsoka's master in just a moment here as we hand the keys to Lacey to drive us home. All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> so the way that this works, wow! <laughs> every other week, every week, every once in a while, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers. And I don't know what the scenario is. So uh, let's see how this goes. All right, the scenario is Force Ghost, Anakin, and Luke are at a cantina together. People come up to Luke to congratulate him for defeating the evil Darth Vader, <laughs> not knowing he's Anakin. Uh, that guy what sucked. Does, <laughs> what do, <laughs> Matt sucks. <laughs> yeah. What does an awkward Anakin say under his breath? Ooh. Uh, okay, first up is Joey Sack, at Joey Sack. Hey, Joey. He said, this is what I get for not learning about the high ground. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that damn high ground. 
Next is Crojo Diesel at Geeky Guy What up? What up? They said, I hate people. I think I'll adopt a Rancor. <laughs> Always go with the Rancor. <laughs> I think that's John. Cow. I think that's uh, uh, Joey's husband, John. Oh, nice. Hi, John. Yeah. Uh, next is Kale B at Luke's Green Saber. Kyle said, try spinning. That's a good trick. And flings them across the bar with the force. Oh, still a little dark side in Anakin there. Feisty. Still, yeah. Next is Alex Zukas at Zubaka. Hey, Alex. He said, Anakin, knowing about the hidden Sith fleet, don't thank him yet. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> all, did. <laughs> all those Pop-Tarts. <laughs> that reminds me of the Rise of Skywalker when the girls cheered that Ben. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben cheered that Ray came back to life, and I just went, "Don't cheer yet." Oh right, <laughs> and I was yeah. sitting right there, and I'm like, "That was hmm. literally under my breath, and I didn't mean to say it." And I was sitting next to James. Anyway, don't cheer yet. Uh, the Fright Sons at Bright Suns Media. What's up? They said they're congratulating you, but I did all the heavy lifting. Oh, I get it. Because <laughs> of the Emperor. Correct. Next is Chicago Force at Chicago Force SW. What's what up? What does SW stand for? I have no idea. Weird. Are you being serious? <laughs> you can't be serious right now. All right. They said I was I was the Boonta Eve champion at nine, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I find now, like this would like definitely be a John answer. Like if John was Anakin, this would be his. Why? Oh, what is yeah. that? Why? Why? I, no, I agreed with her immediately. I was like, yeah, that Why? sounds like something you would say. Why? Because <laughs> it just sounds like something funny you would say that you'd be like, well, I did this, but forget that. <laughs> you say stuff like that all the time. You would mumble, ever yeah. heard a make solo two happen under yeah. your breath? <laughs> no. <laughs> when I debuted at 12 uh, year old majors, I faced 12 batters and struck them all out. But whatever. I just feel like you have a lot of fun accomplishment stories that I don't have. So, like, you'd throw out this story of, like, there was this one time that. Anyway. I, more I'm, 5150. I, I'm, de- I'm desperate for adoration, I guess. <laughs> I didn't say that. I did. More yeah, you're 51. desperate for adoration. Oh <laughs> Just kidding, man. <laughs> What's up? They said, I find your lack of knowledge of what really happened disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Now that's something go. I would say. Now that's something that, Poe Dameron says in Terrifying Tales. He's like, that's it would not be, how it happened. It, it would <laughs> yeah. be interesting, like, because why would Anakin stop talking like his adult self all of a sudden just because he's not in his suit anymore and he's a good guy. Like, so it'd be interesting to hear Anakin talk still a little like Vader in a way. Imagine he just like, is like talking like this because he's, because he has <laughs> got hey, these. bartender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next is Mike Rumor at Drum Jedi. Hey, Mike, he said, big deal. You're going to die on a rock. Oh. You know, that one hurts. Wow. A lot. Especially after our discussion. That one hurts. Especially after knowing that Luke's are just like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no. He has nothing left to live for. What was it that you said, James? You I, said st- he- I stand by that. <laughs> oh. That's the end of the story. He said, no, but the way you phrased it, it was phrasing of, he just didn't see the point. It wasn't that. It was so No, like, John said, I don't see the point in this. I said, um, I don't know, something along the lines of... He had nothing of, left to give. That's what it was. Yeah, he had nothing and, left to give. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Guys, thank you so much for your answers. We really appreciate it. it. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN and look for hashtag resistance transmissions. John? Okay. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Uh, it means a great deal to us. Uh, so thank you all so much. Make sure you do subscribe. Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred audio platform. Uh, we hit a big milestone for us on Spotify. So I want to thank everybody who's been following us over there. Um, we've been seeing a big uptick there. So it's very cool. Also, if you're an Apple user, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon, Google Play, wherever you get your audio podcast, and of course on video, youtube.com slash Star Wars Newsnet videos. Um, make sure you go to StarWarsNewsnet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Like James said at the top, uh, anyone who's able to support us on Patreon, thank you. Um, and we have to give a special shout out 
to our generals and our spice runners. Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Haz Aslam, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Trollton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Joey Mayfield-Stewart, Nathan Shank, and Val Trichkoff, mm-hmm. our generals. Now our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara. You're up next on the Spice Run, buddy. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy. Thank you all for your support and all of our patrons. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, with my best friend Mike, who I'm actually seeing, uh, well, saw this past weekend. For the first time in four years. So I'm very excited. Yes, we're dating. Um, <laughs> My friend Mike, I'm actually seeing. We might as well. I mean, we uh, get along like peas and carrots. All right. Uh, Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Not seeing anyone. Because <laughs> I'm in my house. Mm-hmm. Seeing your baby you. soon. Sure. <laughs> that was a weird phrase, but yes. Correct. Yeah. James. Um. Yeah, for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. All right. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. We'll be back with you Monday morning, as always, because we like to be here for you, right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.